Welcome to the My Rowlet Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Rabelais, and today we are chatting with Nancy and Colton, who work at the Rowlet Public Library, and we're talking about five things that you can do with your library card. And since I started working here, I have learned so much about the resources that our library offers. And I am not a big reader, to be honest. And so I honestly haven't spent a lot of time at any library, especially ours, <laughs> to be fairly honest. So I was surprised how much y'all offer, our library offers, our citizens beyond checking out books. And so I just want to dive into this conversation and just let the listeners know all the other cool things that you can do beyond checking out books. So we've agreed to talk about five on this episode because there's so much like we would take. So stay tuned because we will be having y'all on more on the podcast, but today we're just going to tackle five. So before we talk about those five main things, I just want y'all to introduce yourselves. You know, I just loved hearing what y'all do at the library. So whoever wants to kick it off, just what you do, what your title is, who wants to start? I'm going to, I'm going to just say Nancy. No one's, no one's volunteering. <laughs> no, rule number one, do not volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Nancy Chevalier and I am our programming supervisor so basically all of our programs that we do at the library, such as our story times, any of our family activities, our summer reading program, our winter reading program, any of our movie events that we show, any of our discussions that we have, basically I coordinate all of that along with all of our adult ed stuff that we do. So like ESL and GED and computer classes and life skill classes, such as resume writing, things like that. So I basically heard a lot of cats. <laughs> and because on top of that, I'm also considered our adult librarian as well. So I do a lot of our fiction ordering for our adult side of things and our nonfiction stuff. And um, if there's anything else that our adults need at the library, they come see me. Wow. How do you fit all of that in 36 hours? So there's these things I've learned about called black holes. <laughs> And apparently they siphon away time and I'm just on the other side collecting all of it. Amazing. Well, thank you for everything you do. Like you're both of y'all to thank you before we even kick this off. So Colton, what about you? What is your role at the library? Basically, as much as like Nancy, we'd kind of call that like public services type stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm in technical services. And this is something that you'll kind of like when you're in a library, you're generally going to run into kind of like three groups of people, like public services folks with, you know, a lot of the programming, a lot of the stuff like Nancy tech services, which is kind of like my group and then circulation, which is, you know, mainly the people out working, checking out books, doing a lot of that. So technical services, a lot of how that is, is basically we're the folks in the dungeon. Okay. Let me just say back of house. Back okay. of house, dungeon, yeah, same but, thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but basically we generally work in the back. Now, kind of in my thing you will see me out front some but um basically every book every dvd every audiobook everything we get passes through a couple people and i'm one of those people so in my role i'm taking and everything that we get i'm finding its home okay so it's two things that's one getting a record for it in our catalog making sure that record makes sense making sure it's accurate so that when somebody's doing a search for something on the computer or in the 
catalog or when staff are looking for something, they can find it. And then part two of that is making sure it has a place to sit on the shelf, which sometimes is really simple. Sometimes it's not because you can also run into things that are like, this is a, what's that one we had recently that was like a, a, a biography self-help book. Wow. And so the question, yeah. so the question becomes like, where does this actually belong? <laughs> right. That's three different places. So you have to kind of go through it and figure out both what really is this book and also where are people who are looking for this thing actually going to look for it. Right. And then kind of find the shelf place for it. Wow. And I also heard you're the tech guy. I'm I've also- seen some people come to you like, help me get on my computer. Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm al- yes, I'm also the tech guy. So that's kind of handling some of the computer support in library. That's also like doing one-on-ones for people. So people can, can contact the library and say, hey, I've got this particular computer thing. My computer's not, you know, I've got this question or this thing's not doing right. And, or I want to learn this. Yeah. And so some of that will get funneled to, to me. And that's something that somebody can come in and get one-on-one kind of help with that. It's amazing. I've seen you in action and the amount of patience I'm sure you have to have. <laughs> so many questions. I mean, it is overwhelming yeah. for some, the tech side of things. Yeah. And, and, so. we've, and we've all been there. Right. You know, yes. we, we've all been there and we all have those moments where it's just, like, well, this morning, why isn't the printer doing what I want it to? Golden. No, I was the one doing that this morning. Oh. <laughs> so who do you call? Yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much for everything you both do like for our citizens for our employees just I admire all the things you do in a day I just was so surprised when I learned about all these things so thank you I just can't say that enough I fell in love with the library and like I said earlier I'm not a big reader so for me to say that that's a pretty big tip but let's dive into the five resources we want to talk about today and I want to kick it off with my personal favorite hoopla right is that how you say it hoopla yes. Yes. hoopla so can you describe, I think I would butcher it. I use it to listen to audiobooks. I know that it, there's more to it than that. That's how I use it. It's not, it doesn't have every audiobook on it. Not a lot of popular ones, but I did use it. I had, I'm in a course right now. And so I, they actually had the book on there so I can listen to it. Nice. So yeah. super helpful. And I think Laura said that Hoopla is really good to save some on some audible credits. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, it's mm-hmm. a sub, you know, it's a, it's not everything, but it really does have some. So yes. what is Hoopla beyond you can download an audiobook to your phone? It's like a digital media repository. So there are audiobooks. There are also videos on there as well. TV movies. Yep. TV movies. There's a few games for kids as well. So it does have, it's considered like the adult side, and then there's also the children's side. So the kids even get their own audiobooks as well. Some of them are even video-based, so that means they get to kind of see a little action that goes along with the book. And so with our our subscription, which, Colton, you can correct me since you handle that too. Now with our adult side, we do have a limit of five items per month, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter whether it's audiobooks or movies or TV. TV shows each item five checkouts you get five and then with our children's side though if you switch it over to the children's side of the account those are all unlimited checkouts wow so a lot of our homeschool groups really because they can use it not only for fun entertaining reading but also to supplement the lessons that they are doing with their kids how much does that cost 
That's a Colton question because I don't handle that. I mean, for for the typical library card user, how much does that? Oh, it's free. It's all free. Yeah, Yeah. it is free. Yeah, pretty much everything you do at the library is free. So any of our programming that you come to is free. Any of our resources that you use, they're all free. Many people don't realize that. Yeah. yeah. One of the few things that is paid, which we will discuss later on, are our copying and printing services. But even if you do a one-on-one with Colton, who is our computer guru, or if you're doing a one-on-one with myself, where I do more of the life skills, shall we say, we call it adulting one-on-one. Yeah. Like resume stuff. Like, yeah, resume yeah. stuff, getting your ID.me account set up, or working on CVs, filling out job apps, things like that. That's a free service to mm-hmm. any person who comes into our library. And then there's also a few government forms and things that we can help you find and print out as well that are also free. So yes. lots of free stuff. Lots yeah. of lots of free stuff. Thank you, Drew. Yeah. Great point. Anything else on Hoopla that we didn't discuss? If you're a comic book reader, Hoopla has a really solid comic collection. Really? Yes. Really I solid comic collection. That. Yeah. And I'm kind of like... I'm not a comic comic reader. I'm not like the, oh man, I got to get the new thing. Right. But every now and again, it's like, oh, that's cool. So, but there's still, it's a good selection that's in there. You're going to find some, some nice popular stuff. Also music, you know, you're going to have a new hot new release coming out. It's going to be there more than mm-hmm. likely. Wow. See, I learned something new yeah. <laughs> all the time from and y'all. Every, and everything <laughs> in there. And that's one of the cool things about Hoopla. It's a little different than some of the other services. <clears throat> and that Hoopla, like, you're not going to wait. It's unlimited copies of everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not like going, well, it's not like walking into the library where we might have one copy of a right. book or like two right. copies of a DVD. And if, and if 10 people are wanting that same thing, you're going to be in the middle of that line with Hoopla. It's going to check out for you. You're, there's no waiting period. You're not putting something on hold. It's, I would like to borrow this. Click. Click. Yep. Exactly. And so it's a, it's a great place to go, especially if it's there, because you're not going to wait. If you have a time-sensitive need or it's just like, I have to see this movie now, click. Click. Yep. And to reiterate, you need a library card for all these things that we are going to be mm-hmm. talking about today. Yes. So you'll need your library card number and PIN, I believe, to even mm-hmm. access yes. Hoopla to yeah. create an, that initial account. Right. Gotcha. And I love that Hoopla is not only like a desktop, you can access it on your laptop, you can Mm -hmm. access on your iPad, but it's also an app. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I found with the audiobook specifically, haven't explored the music and the other things, but I was on an airplane and I was able to download the audiobook to my actual computer. Mm -hmm. So I was able to stream it just on airplane mode, which I was like, what? (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. no, absolutely. So it becomes really convenient because you can take it with you. It's not dependent on, well, like the airplane thing. It's not dependent on having a Wi-Fi connection. So even if you're somewhere with terrible Wi-Fi, but you've got the the insult connection, which is like the one bar that doesn't work. Right. You know, (laughs) even, even if you've got that, you know, and it's not really wanting to stream stream, if you've got it downloaded, just pull it up. Bam. Yes. I'm a Hoopla fan. So that's why we kick it off with this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and speaking to that, we have several patrons who come in. They don't have Wi-Fi, although we do have an alternative for them. But they'll come in. They'll use the Wi-Fi with their phone. They'll connect to it. And then they'll just download all the books that they were wanting to read and all the music they wanted to listen to. And then they're on their way. Yep. Wow. That yeah. sounds like a we'll good segue a right there. Yeah. yeah. Is that a good segue, Hannah? That is a great segue. So what if I don't have Wi-Fi? What can I do? 
Well, there's there's a couple things. One, we do have Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. in building, yeah. yeah, but that's not particularly portable. It's really hard to pick up the library building and and carry it with you. Right. <laughs> and we do close at eight thirty. We do close we at eight thirty. You go, yeah, go home, um, <laughs> go home. <laughs> but we do have mobile hotspots, and that's little. You know, they're about this big. Just, yeah. You know. But they, they can fit in your pocket. They're they, very they, portable. They straight up fit in your pocket. And, you know, probably about the size of a wallet or something like that. And yeah. and they run a Wi-Fi signal. So you can connect devices. They unlimited, you know, data on them. And, and you check those out from the library. There's kind of a process to do that. You what need is the ha- process like to check out one? It's pretty straightforward. You need to have a library card. In the case of that, we also would like to see your ID at the same time. Okay. Just, just to verify this is you this is not you know we want the person who's responsible you know for it on their card to be the one checking it out gotcha you have to be an adult to get one as well so 18 over 17 we said 17 17 over and then for that it's it's you know we've got a little agreement to sign that kind of you acknowledge yes i'm checking this item because they're a little higher value right item. but you know you kind of acknowledge that you acknowledge the policy about you know that they don't renew, you know, you need to bring them back inside. You can't put them in the Dropbox. Gotcha. So there's a couple things like that, just acknowledging that they, that you understand it, but then you can check it out and you've got, you've got a solid good 4G Wi-Fi connection there. It works. I got one that was T-Mobile hotspot Mm -hmm. and it's worked. I put it, I had a, you know, a car ride and I was working and I was like, wow, this was perfect. It worked great. The battery life is really good. Good service. And so how long can someone have the Wi-Fi hotspot? Like what is the checkout time? It's a three week. Okay. So I'm not late yet. (laughs) I was like, we have to return this eventually. (laughs) Yeah. No, three weeks. Yeah. It's three weeks, just like our books. Okay. Um, Now it does carry a higher late fine than our books. Good to know. And we've gone up recently on our fine. Yeah, it's a one dollar a day late okay, fee for the, yeah, for those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's going to cost you yeah. one cup of cheap coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Return it on time. Return it on time. Hey, I do have a question. How much does it cost to rent one of those Wi-Fi hotspots? Once again, you know. It is- it is it is again zero dollars. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm getting a the hang of this. Whole zero dollars. Yes, once again, brought to you by the Rowlett Public Library. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Black Friday sale. It is it is it is free now, just like it is everywhere else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All we ask is that you return our things on time. And in good condition, in I'm good sure. Con- yes, in good condition. That is part of the contract. Do you agree that you're not going to drop kick it or, you know, let your pets play with it or, <laughs> you know, let your kids chew on it, anything <laughs> like that? Um, That's good. And then um, I, when I walked in, I was like, oh, I can just get a Wi-Fi hotspot. And I, th- I can't remember. I think you checked me or someone at the front desk, whoever checked me out was like, actually, yeah. let me see if we have one. I was like, Oh, I thought yeah, I could just walk in and just get one. They're pretty in demand. Pretty in demand. And that's because, yeah, I mean, I knew that we had one because I had just put one back in the drawer right then. Just like, yeah, right. we got one. But that is something that generally occurs is they're all checked out and people have them on hold. So just like walking in going, oh, it's Friday afternoon. I'd like a hot spot. There's a good chance that you might just need to put your name on hold and, and we'll let you know when one's available. Gotcha. So how does that process work? So if I needed one, it wasn't there. 
there's a list. I just give you my name. And then do y'all call to let me know that the Wi-Fi hotspot is available? Or what is that process like? Yes. So it, once again, like most of our collection, we will look you up in our system and then we place you on hold in our system. And then so as soon as one comes available, because there is a little bit of turnaround, once Mm -hmm. someone returns one, we have to give it to the computer whisperer, make sure it's still (laughs) in good condition and some behind the scenes things with, of course, the phone company. But once it becomes available, then it will show up in our queue for holds and our CERC staff will pull one for you and then put your little name on it. Yes. We put it aside for you and then they'll contact you based upon what you said your preferences were. So right. s- some people prefer phone calls, some people it's email, some people it's text. It's however you set up your account system for us to contact you. Right. And we'll let you know and you can come on in and we'll grab the one with your name on it. Amazing. And I know y'all just got more wife, you know, the hotspots in. Mm-hmm. So there actually is more now, which is there, super there will exciting. Be. There, there will, will be. be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we will be adding some, and that's kind of a process of getting those ready and getting Mm -hmm. them out, kind of the same... The, the back room stuff, the things that no the one sees. The dungeon room stuff. <laughs> yes, the things that no one sees, what what it takes to get something ready to go out on the floor. So that's that they're kind of in that process now, but that is something that we will be adding in the not too distant future. Amazing. Oh, another great resource. So let's move to, I think the next one is, or well, is there anything else we want to say about Wi-Fi hotspots? Oh, they're great. Yeah, you're they're great. Awesome. They're great. I've used them. They're, yeah, they're, I've they're, used them. Yeah, they're 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 we we, we actually use them in, in library too because sometimes mm-hmm. you'll see us out in an event somewhere. Right. If we've got a computer or we got something going on, chances are we've got one or two of those with us to oh, run our computers off of so we can do stuff. So yeah. awesome. So. Well, check out the free <laughs> Wi-Fi hotspot with your library card for sure. Okay, so the next one I want to talk about, I'm not as familiar with to be honest, but we briefly talked about it last week, but Libby slash Overdrive. It has two names. (laughs) 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 So that might be confusing to maybe someone who's on your website, you know, like what is Libby slash Overdrive? Why is there two names? Like what is, what is this resource? Yeah. Do you want to speak to this one? Sure. sure. (laughs) So Overdrive is the name. It's another ebook e-audiobook and that started that's been a that's a pretty big staple of the library world that's been around for a long time you know several years that's one of those like if you go to a library you can almost lay money they're going to have overdrive okay it's not a guarantee there are other very big ebook providers and everything but that's a very big name in library world and with with overdrive they've kind of where libby comes from is basically they added a new app so gotcha. Overdrive is the company and Overdrive is like the like kind of the the legacy app if you will. It still exists, but they created a easier to use, a lot more streamlined app called Libby. Okay. So that's so it's like Libby by Overdrive. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So what else can you do with it? How is it similar to Hoopla? What is the main differences? It functions a little bit different. It's okay. a lot more like walking into the library itself. Yeah. So when you look at like Overdrive, Hoop, Libby, anything like that, compared to Hoopla, like earlier I said, like you can just go borrow something and it's a click. Right. With Libby Overdrive stuff, you might be in a waiting list. It might be like putting a book on hold and then you've got a checkout period. Now the the checkout limits are different mm-hmm. in that in that, you know, you're not you don't have the five a month limitation. It's not the same thing. Okay. But with that, that is something if you're looking for something popular. 
chances are you're going to be in a, in a wait list for it. Wow. Okay. And these are digital resources. Like, mm-hmm. digi- so you, yes. wow, interesting. Yep. Hey, so Drew, this one's oh. also zero dollars. <laughs> you stole low, my low thunder. Price. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we will not be undersold. <laughs> <laughs> so is it... So do a lot of people use Libby slash Overdrive, do you see? Oh, no. oh yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. It's very growing trend with our older populations because it does have the added ability of you can make things bigger. Okay. Um, so nice. a, and a lot of them are liking their tablets um, for the size change. And yep. also traveling. When you're traveling to go see the grandkids or the rest of the country, once again, you can check out your books. You can download them onto your device. So it will talk to Kindle. Oh, amazing. Not as nicely as Android, but it will do it. And it'll also do your phones, your iPads, any other tablets you have, like your Samsung devices, anything like that. It will download them as well. So you don't have to worry about the internet issue as much. Now, the only thing is, is because it is like Colton said, a checkout after your time limit is up, the three weeks are up, it does mm-hmm. remove it off of the device. So some people forget that. <laughs> Where did it go? Yeah, they come in and they're like, I was reading this. <laughs> like, yeah, you should have read it. You have to share it with other people. And so it's just kind of nice too, because as an ebook, it also has a little bit of functionality. So you can do some of the highlighting you can do. Some of them will allow you to read while it highlights. So those with dyslexia or vision issues, it's very handy for that. And also you mentioned like the, the text size change, you can also do like with a lot of like you know, tablet type stuff, you can also do color alterations. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cool. there, there are particular eye conditions where like you, like a normal book where you've got the, the, the lighter background with, with a black print. Right. There are eye conditions and, and stuff where if you invert that and you've got black background with white print, you can read fine. Mm-hmm. So all those color alterations also fit into that. So you can get something that's a lot easier on your eyes or that you're able to read through that, through that means too. That yeah. is so cool. And it bookmarks where you last read and all those wonderful things. So if you want to bookmark several spaces, so say you're doing research, it'll store all your little bookmarks for you and you can quickly go back and reference your materials. And then like Hoopla, it also does um, audiobooks, mm-hmm. does the ebooks. It does, there is some music, I believe, in it. You can catch a little bit of that kind of along the side of the audiobooks, but that's the bulk of, of what it is. You're yeah. not going to have the TV. You're not gotcha. going to have the movies. Right. And one, one thing particular about OverDrive, and this is, this is common with some, how some libraries use OverDrive, and it's how we use OverDrive, is a lot of libraries will go together on OverDrive. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, go so, together? So there's a terminology in library world called consortium, and you can have consortia of different libraries in different ways. It could be a group of libraries who have actually said, we're going to pool all of our resources. Gotcha. And so we're going to, we're all different libraries. We all have our own policies and procedures. It's not like a system where if you go into like one Dallas branch or one Fort Worth branch, it's going to be the same policies and procedures mm-hmm. as the others. But they've taken and they've gone, okay, we're going to be our own libraries, but let's take and pull all of our catalogs so everybody can share the materials. So person at library A can go, hey, I'd like to read this book. Well, library A doesn't have it, but maybe this other library does over here. 
So they can either get it or have it sent there from that other library. And that's just part of the thing. It's no different. They're using it no different than if they were using their own library. That's how a lot of e-resources also go. Mm -hmm. So our Overdrive, our Libby, is part of a consortium with a pretty good number of other libraries kind of in this area. So it's not just our collection. It's what everybody from that is pulling into it. So the collection becomes quite large when you've got... 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, or more libraries all putting in going, let's add these books, let's add these audiobooks. So it becomes quite large and you get a really good selection out of it. Wow, sharing is really caring. <laughs> Indeed. It is. It is. I love I just love library culture. I just love the sharing. <laughs> I think you told us one story that what in Japan a City of Rowlett book ended up in in that it was yes, sent we've back. Had, we've like, had books sent <laughs> back. I've worked at other libraries and people will leave their books on airlines and so the airlines mm-hmm. will send us back our books. Also, we've sent books back to other states where they wind up in our book drop. Wow. People move yeah. and they just kinda <laughs> Here you yeah, go. It's a yeah. library. Sometimes, they'll figure it yeah, out. Sometimes yeah. you get a random box in the mail and it's like, what is, what's this? And it's just yeah. like, sorry, we moved and we forgot we had these checked out. We found them in a box. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah. Or, you know, Katie Hill Library and, you know, somewhere in Arizona melts us back one of our books. They're like, it showed up in our book drop. <laughs> I love yeah. it. So that's amazing. So I love that y'all come together with other libraries to have a robust system for people to use. For free <laughs> with yes. your library card. For free <laughs> with that library card. That's right. Amazing. Is there anything else that we didn't touch on before we move on to the next resource we want to talk about for Libby mm-hmm. Overdrive? No. Not really. No. No. If you, Yeah, because once again, the nice thing too about Libby, and I shouldn't admit it, is that it does <laughs> let you add other libraries as mm-hmm. well. So you don't have to feel like if you add... Rowlett Public Library, or if you've already been to Garland and you have just recently discovered our wonderful library, <laughs> you're not locked into just Garland. You can also add our library as well. Yeah. And it's Amazing. a and it's a really easy process in, in the Libby yeah. app for that too, because you know it's not like you're going to have to sign out of account and sign back in. Okay. It's like you have like the library cards that you use, mm-hmm. and so you could have multiple library cards and you can swap between those cards and what you have checked out on those cards. Wow. So yeah. that's kind of a thing that it makes easy for you. I mean, and, and, and that's a, probably a really just general good advice. If you're too, if you're, if you're torn between using the overdrive app and the Libby app, use the Libby app. Gotcha. You want to use the Libby app. Use the Libby app. <laughs> yeah. So it's an app that I can get on my phone and also a website that yep. I can access. Okay. Perfect. Yes. So kind of like Libby Hoopla. is also a website. Yes. It is also a website. Amazing. And don't worry, we will have these links to access all these things in our show notes. And it's also on the library website, which we'll Mm -hmm. get to at the end of this. But don't worry, you will find these links very easily. Awesome. So I want to talk about curbside checkout. Is that something that y'all implemented during the pandemic? Has that always been an opportunity? Or and what do people even still use it now? Because I know we're kind of getting back to normal us. But Talk about curbside checkout and what that resource is. Curbside really ramped up with COVID, of course. There was lots of concerns about how the virus spreads, mm-hmm. you know, like whether it's on surfaces, not on surfaces, in the air, all those wonderful things. And so we still continue our curbside, though. Basically, what you'll do is you'll put your books on reserve through the catalog. And once the list comes up, our wonderful CERC staff, they will pull 
hold those books for you. They put your name on them. We put them on our hold shelf. And then when you arrive, we have our phone number. You just call us. Although I think we're pretty much on speed dial for most of our <laughs> current <laughs> users. Yeah. And uh, if you're not one of our regular users, we ask you, you know, like, what's the make and model of your car? Right. So you just pull right up to the front. There's a few we already know. And then what we do is we just pull them off the hold shelf and then we check them out to your account. And then we will bag them and bring them right out to your car. So there, it's very useful for people, like some of our bigger families will do it. Mm-hmm. You've already sense. got six kids in the car with you mm-hmm. and everybody's not feeling it. So you just call us, we'll grab all of your books, we'll bring them out to you. And that way you don't have to do the whole wrangling of children. Yeah. If you're our more senior patrons also use it as well. Just if you're in a rush, you're just making your little stops to do your errands, you know, call us, we'll pull your books and check them out, bring them out to you. No worries. So I, I read online on Facebook that it costs $10 per delivery. Is that correct? Colton, are you collecting <laughs> well, well, for student loans well, or something? Well, well, if we... I mean, if, I would. If I'm not going to lie. If we hit some of like the Snopes and the fact-checking websites, we're going to find that that is in fact fiction. And this is also $0. <laughs> oh, okay. Once again, free money. Yeah, so I guess that, yeah, if anybody asks you for 10 bucks, I know, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln told us you couldn't trust everything on it. Right? You know, but... Man, I should have thought of that. Thanks. Is it like a tipping <laughs> option, you know, does someone yeah. slide you a five? Or? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. We are city officials. We cannot take <laughs> it. It is free, everyone. It yes, is free. free. It is free. You do not have to tip us. You know, if you want to give a tip, we appreciate a smile and a thank you. Yep, that's that's. <laughs> Once we're, again, we're also to free to give. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how, so you said to, to do curbside checkout, you go to the, access the library's catalog and kind of select from there. Mm-hmm. Where do you find the library's catalog? So you can go to our website. Okay, <laughs> rowlett.com slash library. library. Yep. Perfect, mm-hmm. okay. You'll see a link right up top. Okay. Yeah, it's right up top, and the, there's kind of a side bu- side menu bar on the left side, right up top. Library catalog. You can mm-hmm. go in there if you've got an account. That's just a sign in with your card and PIN number. So, like even like the hotspots we were talking about. Mm-hmm. That's something you know. If you want something on hold, you can always give us a call, and we're yep. happy to look for something and okay. see if we've got it. Put it on hold for you. We're happy to do that. But a lot of people find it easy to just browse, put things on hold themselves through the catalog and that's kind of a simple process once you're logged in with your card and your pin number and you can also manage everything else from there too you can see what you've got checked out you can see if you've got things overdue coming up due see the due dates renew things all that's also done from there but it makes it real easy because we do have patrons who constantly have you know the max number of holds on their account you know, we've got we've got some really good movie watchers mm-hmm. that they will go through and they see oh new movies coming in hold, and so that's that's kind of a thing. We have a couple families with children's books mm-hmm. that they're looking for the new children's books. Whenever there's a new picture book coming in, they're going through them, and you'll end up you can spot them on the shelf. You know, there's there, you know there'll be ten fifteen things for one person. Wow, you know, yep. so we can spot the teachers so we know yep. when the themes are coming through. Yeah, oh, you see geez. a shelf of weather books, it's like ah, it's weather yeah. week at school. Yeah. Oh, second grade is learning about trees now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so cool. But yeah. 
And the nice thing too is it also will let you know where you are in the queue for holds. Oh, so our popular good. things, which some people have said they have found that helpful because if they find out, hey, I'm number seven for this book, please understand it's going to be a while before we call you. Uh, right. You've got, you know, Maybe pick something six else. other people yeah. well, with and, three and weeks apiece. Well, and that, and that kind of factors <laughs> in too because we do a pretty good job of bringing in like things when we know there's a high demand for something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every now and again, something kind of just slides up beside you and goes hey buddy how you doing <laughs> yeah and and and, and yeah, like a, a couple a, of grievers and, and a good case a good case in point recently was the Jeanette McCurdy I'm glad you know was, I'm glad my mom died yeah oh you know, yeah that's one of those yeah. things that like out of nowhere yeah. no one saw that book coming so right. everybody's having trouble getting it everybody wants to read it so that's one of those things that you know you might see oh I'm number 10 on the list for it right now but that's also going to one of those things that like you're not going to find it anywhere else. So, right. you, you know, the, yeah. uh, honestly, the fastest way in that case is probably stay number 10, right. you know, so, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's one of those things too. So you can kind of see where you are and you can also see how many copies we have of something too in the catalog. Yeah. So with, with, if we've got like five of a book or two copies of a movie or three copies of a movie, whatever it is, you'll be able to see that in the catalog as well. So that kind of lets you do your math on when am I probably going to get this? Right. Yeah, because and and sometimes that's why we tell people don't panic. Because once again, you could be number ten, but if we've got five copies, I mean, you'll move through the list fairly fast. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, and so that is that is kind of a that that's that's a little of the 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 the, the dungeon work. There is <laughs> it's going. Okay, we're going to have this amount of demand for this item, so we're going to need this many copies. It's a thing we do. Yes. Yeah. Wow, the more you know. Dungeon Secrets, <laughs> right here on the Myrella podcast. <laughs> okay, curbside checkout. Well, you'll definitely be seeing me pull up in the front, probably to get more Wi-Fi checkouts, yes, maybe some just, books. Just give us a call. Yeah. Don't honk. Don't flash your lights. <laughs> you know. Amazing. Okay, and the final one I have on our list for this episode, again, we will have many episodes talking about all the great resources at the library. But for this episode, the last one we're going to touch on is copy, printing, and computer use. Yes. Tell us what that resource is. And again, before Drew asks, it is free. What? <laughs> okay, beating him to it. Okay, there's what? a certain part that's free. Oh, there's a ah, certain part. Oh, yeah. see? Been wait- I okay. Know. I know. Thank you for the correction. Yes. So what is free in that list, the copy printing and computer use, and then what is not free and can the pricing structure of those things? Okay. Uh, Copying and printing, 15 cents a page, black and white, and a dollar per page color. And that's, that's the, that, that is it. And then any type of like using our computers, we have computers for public use in the library. And that's something that you can come and you can use. That's free. You need, and we do have a lot of people that really don't need yeah. to print things, but you have a lot to do online anymore. You know, so that's we've got people that come in. They'll do classwork online. They'll just wow. surf. They'll need to do stuff. Email. Some people do business stuff. You know, they need to have a place to just kind of be have an environment that's more conducive to working. Whatever, whatever it is. But the the computer use is just included with your card. When you sign up for a card, you'll have an extra thing that says, "Yes, I'd like to use the computers." Okay. And so that's just an extra extra little agreement there on our card application. And then even with the copying and printing, you don't have to be in library mm-hmm. to use the computers. Yeah, uh, to to copy and print, you don't have to use our system. You can do that remotely from your phone. Yep. Wow. Yep. We use an app called Printer On. And many of our people have gotten savvy to it. So once you download the app, it's on both platforms for Android and Apple. And 
basically it just shows up as part of how you want to print or share your document. Okay. And it sends, once you choose the Rowlet printer, it will send it, it stores it for 24 hours, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we're, on our we're, system. yeah um, maybe not, maybe, it's either 12 or 24. Okay. But basically within a day, within okay. the yeah. context of so a day. So you don't have to like yeah. send it and then rush to us. Gotcha. Um, you can send it in the morning and then we can be a part of your route of errands and you can come in. And then basically it just asks you for an email you used to identify what is your items. Gotcha. And you'll come to our kiosk and it will release your prints once you pay us the 15 cents per page, black and white, <laughs> single-sided. Single-sided. Okay. okay. And and kind of also just to throw in a, a, a good thing that kind of to be aware of if you're coming by the library to print. We do take car, but with printing, a lot of times you get a lot of 30 cent prints, a lot of 45 right. cent prints kind of a thing. And we do not do credit or debit cards for under $5. So that if you've sense. got a lot of printing and everything, that's a great, great thing to do. But if you're doing this, you know, the smaller dollar prints, it'll, it'll be, you know, a cash transaction. We do yes. have, and you don't have to see us for that. We do have, you know, coin machines on the printers and on I've the copy machine. Yes. So that's something you can just go over there and do. And like with printer on, there are people and we see it like multiple times a day. They'll walk in, they'll go over here. You'll see the printer, you'll, or you'll hear it and they leave. And they, and leave. they leave. And they yep. leave. I think my favorite printing story that Nancy shared is the tattoo shop that's in downtown Rowlett. Yes. Actually has been a really good source of more patrons for the library. Yes. So your neighbor is fresh image. <laughs> I love the story. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we get people who regularly use our computers mm-hmm. on a fairly regular basis. But one Friday, we noticed there was like a steady stream of people coming in and they're like, I need to use your computer. I need to print something out. And we're like, okay. And generally, we'll ask you, do you have a library card with us? And if you do, we just let you know. You just have C, type in your card number, put in your PIN. And then if you don't, then we'll sign you up for a membership, right? And so we had several people who were like, oh, no, no, I don't I don't have a membership. How much does it cost? And we tell them it's free. free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so they just go ahead. They sign up for a membership. They sit down. They send something to the printer. And then they'd leave. And we probably had 20, 30 people within a few hours that did this. And we were like, what in the world <laughs> is going on? Right? People printing their own money? What? <laughs> Which is illegal, by the way. <laughs> so finally, we stopped and we asked one person. And they were like, oh, so the that tattoo place, they're, they're doing their Friday the 13th special. <laughs> and we were like, huh? And they were like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd chance a tattoo on Friday the 13th, but, <laughs> right. you know. Hey, it's, it's cheaper. It's not free, but it's it is not cheaper. Free, but it is cheaper. It is a deal they run. Um, but at any rate, so part of that lower expense is that you have to come in with your own image. And so people hadn't brought images that they wanted, right? right? So apparently our... Now good friends over here at Fresh Image. <laughs> we're telling people, oh, well, you can just go to the library. They're right across the street. I and love you can it. print out a copy of your <laughs> image, right? 
And so, yeah, I I still owe them like a fruit basket or something right. because we got about 20 cards off of them Wow, that day. Brand new memberships from people who were like, yeah, I need to print my stuff. Wow, so this is the library. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know this was here. Yeah. What an unlikely partnership. The I'm Fresh Image you. Tattoo Shop in the library. Y'all yeah. need each other. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, if, if you need an image for your tattoo, come on by. 15 cents, you can get a printout. <laughs> But, but I mean, that's the thing that happens, Some you know, like, especially like beginning of the school year, you know, like as people, people need documents and they'll be doing stuff for getting ready for school and everything. Inevitably, you get into part of August, late July, here comes like a constant stream of people over the course of a, of a week or two. They're all printing school stuff, you know, so the, like you get weird runs that occur like that based on something that's going on somewhere, either, yeah. either there's a sale going on down the street or, or it's time for school or what, ha- what right. have you. Sometimes you get strange kind of things where everybody needs the same thing yeah. or similar things. Yeah, so. we also get the uh, post-Christmas uptick from everybody printing off their return labels right. for yeah. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> also a thing that happens. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I didn't. I'll see all the things that you can do with copy and printing at your library. Yeah, <laughs> That's amazing. So we've talked a lot about, so these are the five things we've talked about. Again, stay tuned for more, but these are the five that we picked for this specific episode. So we talked about it's free and you need your library card. Again, to reiterate, you need your library card to access these things. How easy is it to get a library card? stunningly easy it is stunningly easy yes (laughs) if you did not see on social media we posted a reel or in a video to kind of talk about it literally shows you step by step and i think it was less than 40 seconds i mean we did speed some things up but it's a pretty easy process so what do i do you do you have to be a relic resident what is the just kind of walk us through the general process for the most part you just need to live in Texas. You know, that's, Perfect. Yeah. you know, that's, that's, that is the kind of main thing as be a Texas resident. The, what we're going to look for is a photo ID with the current address. Okay. So and it doesn't have to be a Rowlett address. Doesn't it have just to be Texas, Rowlett, it's Texas. But a Texas, Texas license doesn't have to be Rowlett. It doesn't have to be Rowlett. So cause a lot of people. State move, ID card yeah. or your passport. Yeah. Gotcha. Some, some combination lines. of, of yeah, military ID. photo ID. And a current address. Does a Costco card count too? Because that has my photo on it. I'm sorry. Oh, Aww. dang. I know. Okay, yeah. so no and Costco And we do not cards. take other libraries, library cards either. <laughs> yeah. We're only friendly to a point with our fellow libraries. <laughs> okay, there is a boundary there yeah. with there, other libraries. Yes, there are okay, limits. good to know. So in, if you've just moved, we have options too. Yeah, we okay. can Yeah, because that's, I mean, a lot of people moving into Texas, yeah. a lot of people moving into Rowlett. Right. That's a thing that's happening. So... If you're coming here and, you know, we do have people that are coming, oh man, I just moved either from somewhere else in the state or from, you know, out of state. I don't have my address updated yet. So if you've got your ID, just show us your photo ID and a current address. So, you know, phone bill or phone Phone bill, bill, water bill, utility bill, utility bill. bill. Phone bill would have been a thing like 20 years, 20, 20, 30 years ago. No, Uh, Verizon's still billing me. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) They're still sending me. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. But yeah, utility bill, lease agreement, just something, insurance, if you've got it updated in your insurance, gotcha. what, whatever whatever that is, plus your photo ID. And if it's an out-of-state license and you've still, but you, you've got the proof of, of, of Texas, you know, address, we can do that too. Cool. So I just hand it to y'all at the front desk. 
you hand me an, there's an application or yep. like a piece of paper, an agreement. Short little like half Short sheet. Little, yep. Right. You'll pick your pen. You'll write your ad, you know, all your personal information. Mm-hmm. If you're a minor, has all that info on it too. Right. You yep. sign, you hand it back. Yep. Just make sure that the name you put on the application is the same name you handed us as the ID. We do ask that. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> yes. and, and that's kind of a, because you, you also mentioned like, like, you know, children or something like that. So the cutoff is 17. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you're under 17, we, we are going to need a, a, a parent guardian, you know, to, to, you know, with both of you there to, to do a yes. library card for you. Gotcha. Once you're seven, yeah. Once you're 17, you know, then, then we'll, <laughs> all the books. Yeah. Right. yeah. But that is a parent, that is a, that is a question we get a lot. Cause we'll have parents that'll come in like during the day kids are in school. Gotcha. Oh, can I go ahead and get a library card for, for, for my two kids? Are they here? No, they're in school. Okay, come back when they're out of school. Gotcha. So that's, yeah. we need to see the, we need to, the people who are getting cards need to be in the building. That's the main thing. Good to yeah. know. Yeah. And so, so yeah, you'll sign the card, you get it, and then you're free to use it that moment, right? Oh, yes. yes. Wow, there's no processing time. It is just, you're right it's rock and roll. Yeah, you're immediately in our system. You know, we do people. we do have a first time checkout limitation um, yeah. uh, of of five items, but as soon as as soon as that's done, then it goes to the max checkout. You know, which max checkout with us is is actually forty books. Wow, ten DVDs. Cool, yeah. fifty items total. Yep, we let you do the math on how you get there. <laughs> Perfect. Well, visit the library for that. There's is there an online application or do you have to be in person to do all this? In person. In person. In person. So go visit the library, downtown Rowlett. What is y'all's address? We are thirty nine hundred Main Street, Suite Two Hundred. Suite two hundred. You yes. can't miss them. They're under the big village sign. Yes. <laughs> yes. With Mark Twain sitting out front. That's right. Look for Mark Twain. Look for Mark Twain. He's there. Okay, so it is super easy. So if you do not have your library card, I hope this inspired you to walk in and get yours. So you mentioned, Nancy, that you are also in charge of a lot of the adult programming. So what, I know there's more than adult program happening, but what are some things that are upcoming? We're in November now, which is crazy. And I know y'all's programming will be changing and updating probably in January. Um, but what is some things that we can do upcoming? Well, we have several things coming up. As always, we highly suggest check out the website. Rowlett.com slash library. Yes. <laughs> She's got it. <laughs> got it. <laughs> and of course, you know, Facebook as well. But we also print our monthly calendar that has all of our activities. It's in lovely little gridded format on the front for those of us who are picture-minded. Yes. And then for our more linear friends, we have explanations on the back listing all of our activities by age. So coming up for on the 14th, we will be doing artisanal butter. What? Yes. yes. We're going to make our own butter. Yeah, we are churning gonna, butter? Is the, are we going to be Not back? quite okay, churning. Okay, not churning. Okay. But we are going to go from heavy cream to butter. Wow. And then you're going to spice it up however you like it. Oh. Yeah. Who knew you can make butter at the yeah. Ralph Public Library? That's right. And so we'll do that at 6.30. Okay. On the 14th. And then for our teens, we actually are doing a book and movie talk. So for we change it up every month for all of our activities. So even our Maker Mondays, which are the second Monday of the month, we 
change up the activities. They're for people who are 14 and older. So even our teens can join us. Amazing. Yep. We just we just ask that it be teens and adults simply because we do kind of get into a few more things like power tools and gotcha. So probably not appropriate for toddlers. But our teens, back to our teens, so we have our teen takeover, which will be happening on the Saturday, and we are doing Ready Player One. And that's the 19th, I believe. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Yep. So we'll watch Ready Player One. They can come by the library, pick up a copy of the book beforehand, and then we'll have some discussions about the differences between the movie and the book and just kind of how does it relate in their lives as well. You know, hmm. we like I said, we change that up every month. And we also have adult trivia coming up. Oh, yes. So that will be on our fourth Monday. We start at 6.30. And this month we are doing Friends. Oh, cool. This Wow. What a perfect... Okay. Friends lovers, come on out because I'm... Yes. <laughs> there's a many of us out there. So oh, yes. come on down. So we are <laughs> Test going Test your to, knowledge. Yeah, we are going to stress... <laughs> What you know about Friends, the TV show or otherwise. Otherwise. (laughs) Yes, we always leave it open. Um, The one with the library trivia. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we use Kahoot to play that. That's an app for your phone. Okay. Um, If you don't have a phone, don't worry about it. We have iPads at the library that we can use for you. So everybody, we find a way for you to join in. And it gets pretty heated. I'm sure. So, and then we, we do give away a first prize. So, <gasps> wow. It's not just about bragging rights. <laughs> there is actual prizes. There are actual prizes. Free prizes. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, I, I forgot to mention, because it's already passed, but every first Wednesday of the month, we do have our senior book club. Oh, cool. Uh, which you don't necessarily have to be a senior in order to join it. It's, but it does happen at one o'clock in the day, which is a little easier for a lot of our seniors. Right. Unless you're an entrepreneur and you can make your own time. That is but true. That is saying. true. <laughs> um, and so they read a wide variety of books. Their list of books that they are doing for their book club is also on our website as well. Amazing. Yep. So just go to look in our little side tab and click on adults and you can find our book club. And then, of course, ongoing, we have our GED and ESL classes as well. Those are also free. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Now, GED does incur a few costs, but they are what we consider more pass-through costs. So, like the instruction book that we need and then the state exams themselves. But we are working on a few options for those because we are revamping that program. Wow. Um, so we'll definitely have we'll have to do a whole podcast episode or oh. mention that in more in depth because oh, it's a great resource but yes yes definitely oh look yeah i haven't that. even talked about all the things we do with the kids right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, family story time what we talked yeah. about today is scratching the surface yeah oh it yes is, it is absolutely scratching the surface wow and then you also have food for fines this month we do So for all of those who may have forgotten to turn their books in on time, we don't judge, just like, but- Why why are you looking at me? (laughs) (laughs) But 
We are offering our food for fines so that if you bring in any non-perishable food items, then for each one of those items, we will take $1 off of your fine, so late fees. Unfortunately, that does not apply to any of like our costs that we incur for the work that Colton and Esmeralda have to do. <laughs> Damage control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so any of our fees that are for replacement costs or handling repair costs, anything like that, it does not count towards, unfortunately. Okay. So, and then to reiterate, y'all do have a printed program that you can get physically at the library. Mm -hmm. You'll also have a monthly newsletter that you can subscribe to, to get all things wrapped up. It's also all of y'all's events have a separate tab on the rallet.com website that Mm -hmm. you can access. So I highly recommend doing all those things. Definitely subscribe to the newsletter. That's where I get all my information from, from y'all. Cause you'll have so much, almost almost every day, essentially you'll have something going on. And then also follow y'all on social media. So y'all are both on Facebook and Instagram. So definitely check them mm-hmm. out there. You know, it's I think it's at City of Rowlett Public Library. We yes. will have that link, of course, in the show notes. And that's also rowlett.com. You can access that as well. But definitely look them up there. Is there anything? So what hours are y'all open? I think that's the last thing we want to touch on before we wrap this conversation up. We are open Monday through Thursday from 9.30 a.m. until 8.30 p.m. And then on Friday and Saturday, we close a little bit earlier. We're open from 9.30 a.m. until 5.30 p.m. Awesome. And we are closed on Sundays. Okay, good to know. So y'all are not affected by, because a lot of city facilities Mm -hmm. have gone to four-day work weeks, but y'all's hours have stayed the same. The same. Yep. Perfect. So do not fret. They are still open the normal times you're used to. We are still full tilt boogie. (laughs) Library hours. (laughs) But kind of like we talked about today, too, with like Hoopla and Overdrive and a lot of the, that's kind of even scratching the surface on what we have digitally, too. Mm -hmm. There's other digital services. Oh, gosh, And those things are 24-7. Yep. Hoopla's not going to shut down when we close the doors at night. Good so point. So that's, that's something that we're, while we're here for, for those hours during mm-hmm. the week, those are, those are going to run 24-7, 365 for you. Yep. So. And even after we close, go ahead, put any books you need on hold. As soon as our staff comes in, we run our reports, we pull them for you, and they're usually ready to go not long after we open. Wow. This was such a great, robust call. I learned so much. I hope our <laughs> listeners, y'all learned so much. I hope y'all, if you have never visited the public library, please go visit them. If you need some tech help, Colton's your dude. <laughs> Woo, yes. And if you're yes. an adult, hit up Nancy and she can help you with some resume stuff, whatever, you know, everything. Y'all do everything. It do is it incredible. Like, just thank you, thank you, thank you for serving our citizens so well. It means a lot to me that I know that if there's someone struggling out there with something that they can pretty much go to the library for it. <laughs> it's incredible. It's an incredible resource that your doc tax dollars pay for. So might as well use it or lose it. Anyway, so don't thank you for your time. It. Don't yeah, don't want to lose it at all. Mm-mm. Don't want to lose it. So thank you, thank you, thank you both for your time, and thank you guys so much for listening to the My Rallet podcast. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or check out the video version on our YouTube channel. And if you'd like to suggest a topic or person for us to interview, email us at podcast at rowlet.com. Make sure also to follow us on social media, and we will see you here soon, Rowlet. Have a great day.